You're listening to Musings of the Preacher Lady, Devotions for Geeks. Good morning. Today's devotion is when trusting is hard. If I look a little tired this morning, it's because today is our last day of vacation Bible school. I swear I used to keep up with the youth and children without any problems. I wonder what's happened. Well, our memory verse with the children this week is Matthew 6, 11. Give us today our daily bread. And we've been discussing what that means. We talked about how it isn't always literally asking for bread, but asking God for what we need for that day. For instance, today my daily bread is asking God to give me one more evening worth of energy to keep up with these kids. Some of the questions that they have us asking the children are pretty deep for 5 through 12-year-olds. We asked them, what do you think? Is it easier to trust God during good times? They, of course, answered yes. It's easier to trust when we have what we need. We can say thanks for all our gifts. Then we asked, what do you think is so hard for people to trust in God's provision during difficult times? We had just talked about God sending manna and quail. So if you're hungry and you know that God gave the Israelites food, then how come God isn't helping you? Is God not there? Does God not care? Can't God do miracles anymore? It can be hard to trust when things go wrong, when you lose your job, when someone you loved gets sick and dies, when prayers seem to go unanswered. Where is God in our suffering? It's an age-old question. Job asked God, where are you? Jesus from the cross said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We all may have moments in our life when trusting is hard. That doesn't mean that there is something wrong with our faith. It's okay to ask God hard questions. It's okay to cry out to God in anger or frustration, or even despair. God understands our pain. So what can we do when things are going wrong? First, we can take Jesus as an example. When he cried out from the cross, he was quoting Psalm 22. And it doesn't end with that cry of despair. It remembers past faithfulness and finds the strength to trust anyway. Listen to verses 3 through 11, which follow Jesus' cry from the cross. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our ancestors trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. To you they cried and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not human scorned by others and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They sneer at me. They shake their heads. Commit your cause to the Lord and let him deliver. Let him rescue the one whom he delights. Yet it was you who took me from the womb. You kept me safe on my mother's breast. On you I was cast from my birth. And since my mother bore me, you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there was no one to help. Remember the times that God was there in the past, 
God is with you in the middle of your suffering. God is never far from you. God is there holding you. God is there crying with you. The other thing we told the children is sometimes we are called to be God's hands. So we made manna bags to hand out to the homeless and hungry. We had stuffed bags full of water and food. As Jesus' disciples, we are called to make a difference in this world. We are called to feed the hungry and clothe the naked and care for God's creation. If we see someone in despair, God may be calling us to shine a light in their darkness. When a person finds themselves homeless and receives a blessing bag full of food, or a ride to the Star of Hope. When a person who is out of work receives free job training or even a Walmart gift card to help them buy groceries to hold them over until their first check, paycheck, or fill their car with gas to get to that job interview. When someone can buy a suit at our garage sale for $2 so that they will make a good impression on that interview. When a busy, harried parent can drop off their kids at vacation Bible school for a couple of hours so that they can get some rest and get some work done. When someone goes and sits and visits for an hour with someone in a nursing home or who is homebound. All of these things and more are God using us to be manna and quail in the wilderness. All of these are ways we can be God's hands helping answer someone's prayer. Give us today our daily bread. So when times are hard, pray and watch for God to answer, even if that answer isn't what we expect or even what we wanted. And also look for ways that God may be using you to answer someone's prayer. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out my YouTube channel and join us at Geeks of Faith on Facebook.